People, welcome back to another episode of the Out Here Podcast. I am your host, Jay Tizer, and I'm joined by Mids and B. What we guys saying? Hope you're all doing good. Let's Is get there. into hit blunts. You already know the deal. Actually, wait, can I say one thing before we hit blunts? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, I know I said it, I think last week or maybe the week before. Mm. The hair. Yeah, what about it? You like it, yeah? Yeah, it's good. Bro, I might take it off, you know. To <laughs> Bro, this feeds into what you said last no, two episodes ago, but bro. Niggas keep calling me Rafa Liao. No, no, no. You uh, nah, 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 nah. I'm if not taking it. Oh God, I would have said you guys are twins. <laughs> nah, niggas keep calling me Rafa Liao. Bro. You look like it though. Nah, 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 nah. You know how they say, I know black, I know black. I know Portuguese, man. I'm not Portuguese. <laughs> you know, you might be Nigerian on the download, man. <laughs> you might be. You actually might be. That, that brother's Angolan, fam. What the yeah, hell? Bro, yeah. well, you look like it though. Nah, man. I need, I need it to stop, man. <laughs> Nigga trying to say MB Liao. <laughs> <laughs> All to beat the allegations is going to change this whole hairstyle. Nah, man. you always be rough, Leo. Say no, I just want to get, get it off my chest. <laughs> nah, okay, comment below, guys, if you think you're not like rough, Leo. I definitely do not, man. I ain't gonna lie. And in fact, I know you're not going to, but put a picture of you and uh, Leo. I'll, no, I'll put a picture. Obviously, there'll be me here and, you know, that nigga on there. <laughs> Nah, he's a baller though, so I'll you know I'll t- take it on the chin. But uh, nah, man, I ain't trying to. Just saying, if I turn up to Milan, mm. you could do one of those pranks. You know those pranks where um, people they're doppelgangers. They go to like the stadium. Oh, in the full kit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could try that. Nah, nah, that's, see how that works. That's too far. I, yeah, that'll get you bad for life. People aren't that dumb. Like you say that, but I saw one guy like do the whole Clay Thompson thing. And he wasn't as tall as Clay Thompson. That's what made it funny. Like he was like six foot one. I saw that one. Didn't he get to like shoot round almost? Yeah, he was on the court. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, as, he was almost lining up for the shoot round. Yeah, and they were like, Mm-mm, something ain't yeah. right. Niggas <laughs> like, uh, what do you call it? Hitting air balls for threes. Yeah, they're like, one, alright, cool. He might be a bit, mm. you know, just to warm up. Two, three. That's not Splash Clay. Must have splashed that nigga drowning. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, let's let's get into the into the hip blunts, man. Alright, cool. The first one is, one man ruined a moustache style for everyone. <laughs> if you know, you know. What other footer? <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy though. I was speaking more about the prawn stuff. Hmm? On YouTube, so you can't say. Oh, that moustache. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were about Hitler's. No. I guess so. Yeah. I was also talking about the prawn one, but yeah. Hold on. That's the one, is it? Is it that one that's kind of like a handlebar? Yeah. Which one? No, I remember how... No, it's just like thick and it stops like here. And yeah, you don't have any other facial But hair. that's creepy though. Like, that's creepy. No, but at a certain time, it wasn't there. Okay, but it's creepy now. Now, yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> Wait, but how did that even... Do you know how that came about? 
No, I didn't, I didn't want to do too much research. Well, because you uncovered some skullduggery. Damage my browser history. That's crazy, though. No, it's true. It's true. And even when you think about it, like how people, certain people are just famous and because they've coined one hairstyle, it's like... Yeah, Ronaldo. Like the, like the, I was going to say the Mr. T. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, 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 what are you talking about Ronaldo? R9. Oh, oh, R9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, wait, hold on. See what I'm saying? What? About Ronaldo and R9. I, bro, I was on your team. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... This liar! What the hell? What do you mean? Oh no! Sorry, no, 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 not you. The other, the other guy. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, people are even mad. Nah, especially for our age. Like, if you're like twelve, you're not really gonna know R nine. You're not gonna know R nine. But our age, or even a bit older, you will know R nine. Exactly. You could get the two. Not confused, but if if anyone just says Ronaldo. What, Cristiano? Because you're going to assume because yeah. it's modern day. But I'm saying that because obviously I'm assuming it's modern day, but mm. I, you could also be talking about the original run, like R9. Yeah. So, niggas just salty, man. <laughs> niggas just salty. A win is a win. Word. Um, the next one is, Bluetooth technology has given people who talk to themselves an avenue to do so publicly without looking strange. So, like, if you have AirPods in, you're just talking to yourself. People think you're on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I've actually recently realised that some people just have AirPods in or, like, headphones in for no reason. Yeah, I do that all the time. Sometimes, yeah. So you don't get disturbed. So you're on Do Not Disturb in person yeah. and on your phone. Yeah. You're a sick man. man. You're a sick man. How Sometimes many, I just wait, don't what problems do you have outside of the studio that you're not <laughs> running away from? It's man not running away from. Bro, his phone will be on Do Not Disturb and he's in person on Do Not Disturb. Nah, I'm on work mode That's now. That's mad. I'm on work mode now. So What's you, the difference? If you call me twice, it'll go through. Do Not Disturb is nothing's going through. No, Do Not Disturb, if you call twice, it'll go through. No, the way I set up. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, you guys pray pray for him because I don't know what issues this guy has that he's running away from. Running away from no man. <laughs> no, but you never had. You know when you have like fifty notifications, it just starts pissing you off. That's why I turn notifications off. So yeah, but that's that's pretty much my do not disturb. Then. No, but that's different because you can still message me. Mm. I just won't see it until I open the app because I'm trying to stop all those notifications coming in at once. Mm. Do not disturb is a completely different kettle of fish. Because you can still call me, you can still text me. Mm. Do not disturb, that is like, mm -mm, it's not getting through. No, but the way I have it set up, you can call me twice. It'll go through the second time. <sighs> if you know, you know, man. This nigga, man. If you know, you know. All right, all right, but cool. I told people. Nigga never told me. Well, you know I, now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to find out the hard way. Flip it out. No, but you call me twice and it goes through the same yeah, time. Yeah, because I, but I always call you twice now. Yeah, exactly. You gotta teach people. You gotta teach people, but yeah, I just yeah, mm, no, I prefer enough. that way. Fair enough, fair enough. You should own, innit? But back to the hit blunt. In terms of people talking in public, do you know some people don't have a voice in their head? <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> That's impossible. Like, do you? That's impossible. Do you have one, brother? Of course. I'm do like, dude. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's ready. Oh. No. <laughs> no. No. Two different voices. Yeah. Do they have two different personalities or? No. It's just like um What's high pitch? Nah, What's like one no, nah, one is like how I speak normally. Okay. And then the other one is like, oh what well, I do speak normally though. <laughs> do you know, so you know when the thing is, I don't think people like people that listen to the pod will catch on to it. Maybe they do if they mm. really, really 
people their ears. Mm. But you know how sometimes I can switch, like just normal talking, mm. I'll switch from sounding a bit proper to mm. sounding a bit less proper. Oh. So those are the two. So the hood nigga and the corporate nigga are just fighting in your head. <laughs> Why is it like? Why is it like it's um, what's his name? Not a professor. Yeah. Body uh, long, uh, professor Grump. <laughs> That's what you're going through right now. No, no, no. But it's just like it's just, maybe it's not two voices. Maybe it's just like mm. again my normal voice. But sometimes I'll think like, yeah, man, like let's go get him. Oh, the other one will be like, <laughs> I want to code something. <laughs> Yeah, that is insane. Everyone will be like, let's ride forth. Duh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing up. Uh, cool, the last, <laughs> the last hit blunt is, it takes a really good actor yeah. to act like a bad actor. Now, you know those films where an actor's playing an actor? Yeah. So, you've watched Friends? No. You haven't watched Friends? Joey? Is that, is that one of you? That's what I was going to, that's actually what I was going to. <laughs> so this nigga knows the characters, but you don't yeah. watch the show. I mean, it's pop culture. Like you're gonna hear people okay. talk about. Okay, it, so, so do you know that Joey's an actor in the show? Yeah. Okay, so he's supposed to be like a, a bad actor. Okay. Well, yeah, bad for like most of the show, apart mm. from like one season where he was like this really famous actor mm. on. Well, not really famous, but he was like quite. He was kind of popping because he was yeah. on on this really good show and all that sort of stuff. But the show itself was bad acting. Mm. So someone like him. Does that mean that he's actually a really good actor? Or is it just you being casual? No, I think it's like... Because you know some people, they don't even understand the concept of being bad. Or like... So you know like when Henri was coaching mm-hmm. and then he say certain things that you're just thinking, bro, come on, they don't have your tech. Like, oh, yeah, 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 a yeah, bit. yeah. So I'm saying like, once you get to a certain level where like your regard... Like Friends is like generational sitcom. Yeah. Maybe it's a bit difficult for them to think like, how do they even think oh, of being think, bad? To think like a bad actor. Yeah, because you know when oh, you're focused on being yeah, so yeah, good, yeah, yeah. like you just forget how to be, or you don't even think about being bad. Like it doesn't even cross your mind. But so. then maybe it's just like, a, again, maybe it's just a, like a, it's like a casual day thing. So for example, like if I'm like, and I'm not saying like I'm a mad techie football or mm. whatever, but if I'm playing football, yeah, mm. and I'm playing cold, yeah, I know what to do to play not to to not have a good game or to take your foot off the pedal a bit. yeah just to yeah. be like relaxed and casual and I don't have yeah. to do you know what I mean so maybe that's what it is for them as opposed to being a really good actor well to be fair as well there's um, you know how they have multiple takes so maybe yeah. the mistakes they make and there's multiple takes as well oh they just use that instead or yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just use that as inspiration man said yeah all the b-roll mm-hmm. yeah that's what we're going to use for this film yeah now I hear it that's an interesting one though. Because with oh sorry, what no, you saying? Okay. I was gonna say with actors, yeah, like so there's there's that side of it, the actors yeah. that can act no, the actors that act as an actor in their film mm. and they're like a bad actor. Mm. But then it's like the actors that are um that play multiple characters in mm. a film, those guys are next level, I feel. Like what so, oh like like, like 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 Eddie Murphy and those oh. well, so it's kind of a dying breed now, I think, but Eddie Murphy, mm. Dave Chappelle. It's more. It's mostly like the black comedians that used to do it a lot. From what I've mm. seen in it, <clears throat> like when you watch um, Coming to America, mm. and how many characters that Eddie Murphy played in that film, yeah, is crazy. Okay, and they're having dialogue with each other. Yeah, 
that's mad. But I guess we don't have as many. Um, well, we do have superstars or comedians. Eh, but I feel like. Do we? Yeah, like Kevin Hart. Like, yeah, but Kevin Hart's a bit. I say like Andrew Schultz is like someone who's really famous, but he's not. He, he didn't go. He doesn't who's Andrew Schultz again? Like what was he in? He was the one with Charlemagne. They did the podcast. Brilliant idiots. He has a thick moustache. Don't know Andrew Schultz. He's an actor. No, he's a comedian. Oh, so I'm saying a lot of the comedians today, they don't oh, really aspire oh, to be. Oh, oh. I get what you mean. Amazing actors. They more so aspire I, to be like um. I thought you meant the actors that are also comedians. No, no, I'm saying the other way around. Like, because usually, like for example, Dave Chappelle, more so they started in comedies doing yeah. stand up, and then eventually they moved into um, acting. And I think films. Eddie Murphy actually started off like as an actor, actor. Because I think what is it, Beverly Hills Cop? That's one of the first films I think I've seen him in. Mm. Um, in terms of like the oldest or whatever. Yeah, and. I don't know if he was a comedian before that. Because if he was a comedian before that, to cast him for a role that's like, not it's not like a mad serious film like Die Hard or whatever, mm. but a relatively serious film as mm. opposed to comedy. Yeah. Even in that film, the guy's just cracking jokes. Like. No, I, I know, I know, but it's still like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's not like it's like, um, <laughs> it's not like it's Martin Lawrence in Blue Streak. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, um, I don't know. But yeah, th those type of actors, really, really good. Really, yeah. really good. Because Leonardo DiCaprio, he was in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I still was... haven't seen that. It's good. I like it. Am I missing out on much? It's like... Because <clears throat> hmm. I know there's bare people in that in that film. Bare people. Is there? I know Brad Pitt's in it. Margot Robbie's in it. Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Who else? That's already like... In terms of how many A-listers, that's yeah, still like quite... a three-hour film. You see, like... There's a three-hour film? Yeah, it's a three-hour film. I watched it, like, three parts. Wait, hold on. <laughs> but why is every film three hours nowadays? It was, um... Was it Martin Scorsese? Or... Like, I don't get why. Lord knows. Open IMAR. Have you watched it? No, I'm good. I, I told you, I want to watch it in, like, a proper... IMAX. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what me... Because uh, Christopher Nolan or everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what, that's what me and my brother do. We're going to go watch it. And we were gonna watch it in IMAX. Okay. Because of it, and I'm just like three hours. I know I like this war stuff, but mm. I might need a little coffee before that. No, but even war films, I struggle. Like the last one I watched was Saving Private Ryan. Exactly. And, and even that one, I had to take. As, as good as it is, <laughs> as good as those films are, mm. sometimes it is a bit. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not. It's not. It's never really like a. In terms of colors, it's never mm. really a bright film like yeah. that. Whenever it's a war film. Yeah. Unless it's into the future and then it's just kind of us. That's that's that just turns to sci-fi. Exactly. So I feel like because it's usually a lot of dark colours, it's not mm. that high contrast in rate as much unless they go to like Vietnam or whatever yeah. <laughs> when the camera goes mad. Mm. But um <clears throat> I feel like it's easy to fall asleep in those films. Yeah, especially like I feel like with those films as well, you have to make sure there's no filler whatsoever. Or not even filler, just... Like wasted scenes. Yeah, don't waste... You can't waste the scene. Like, Every I'm, scene has to feel like <clears throat> I don't want to see my man's missus. I don't want to hear him... Oh no, go to like a flashback of him mm. with his missus. You know, oh yeah, they're going to get married. Mm. And then they... 
Or to like, if that again. doesn't affect how he behaves, thank you. Then I don't care. I don't care. Like, you can make that a whole other movie or TV show, spin off whatever you want to do. With Bro, it. Like, don't make it. Did you watch me. the Three Bloods on Netflix? Three Bloods no. with um the late uh, Chadwick Boseman. Three it was like right before he died. No, it's a very it's a very good war film. And in that one, the first time I watched, it, I was thinking, this film's not that great. Mm. Like, it's okay, but I'm not really understanding the re- relevance of this whole film and then I watched it again and scenes that I thought were fillers I was like oh I didn't quite catch that yeah do you know what I mean so maybe even with certain war films it's just like a you need a double take mm. but for three hours you didn't want to do six hours doing double take yeah for three hours I better get everything every single thing inside that film but the thing is if I go to the cinema I watch a three hour film I'm not going to the toilet I'm gonna focus or I try at least yeah I was about to so, say that's is, but when I'm at home, for me, it's like watching like a three part TV special. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go to the toilet. I might have to do sort of the pod quick. Like, yeah, yeah, so. I, I hear that to be honest. But do you know what's really good on TV right now? What? <laughs> Listen, when I tell people that Idris Elba is one of my favorite actors, yeah, okay, not even just because of his acting, but because of his personality as well. Mm. But his acting is also very, very good. Hijack, hijack. I'm seeing people talk about it, bro. Mm. Bro, uh, what's it saying? Because it's good. Obviously, duh, 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 duh. Uh, give a brief breakdown and then I'll say, <clears> say <throat> a little cool. thing that I have a so problem with. But I'm not trying to spoil it. Innit? And if I do by accident, spoiler alert, I'm mm. just going to say that, but I'm not going to try and spoil it. Yeah. So essentially, it's a film where he's a businessman. Mm. And then obviously, like the title says, a plane gets hijacked but there's more to it. Mm. And then it's just like, there's all these different types of twists and turns mm. and the hijack usually... Um, the people that hijack the plane mm. want to like, I don't know, crash it into a building or steal the plane. And mm. you know, do you know what I mean? They want, yeah, I want 500 million in a briefcase waiting for me when I land, mm. all that sort of stuff. But it's completely different. Mm. There's more to it. It's okay. not just the plane. It affects other stuff in like the country or countries. Okay. And it's just, it's just a mad situation. And there's a, like, when I say there's a lot of good plot twists, mm. like I think it was the penultimate episode. Mm. As soon as it happened, me and we were like, yay. Because we did not expect... Bro, it was like, it took such a sharp turn in 20 seconds. And it has been, I think, three or four episodes like that. And mm. there's only nine, eight or nine episodes of mm. this whole series. And half of them were, like, at the end, there's like some sort of cliffhanger or mm. plot twist. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. I guess my thing is, like, because you're in such a bottled scenario, it's like, but I guess because what you just said, you said that it's not just the, they're not just hijacking the plane, they're doing mm. other things. So I'll definitely check it out because obviously with Apple TV, it's Ted Lasso and then I'm gone. <laughs> and I, that's not, I, I haven't touched that in months. Fair enough to be honest. Fair so, enough. But people are saying hijack's good, so I'll definitely no, check it out. Apple, Apple TV did their thing with this one, I can't lie. Okay. Did their thing Because I heard Severance is good as well, but I haven't checked that out. I ha- yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I'm, I might I might watch it next. Yeah. But um, no, it's good. And I feel like, they should do a lot more films. But then again, it also depends on the script, who's directing it, mm. and also who's in the cast. But um, I told you about that film, Phone Booth. Yeah. Where it's lit, all of the film, mm. 90% of the film, is just in the phone booth. Mm. Not only did it save the um, production studios millions in mm. terms of budget, but it was like, it was still a cold film. Yeah. So it just goes to show that you can still create class cinema without having to use like a massive, massive budget because they just used a whole street. 
like a phone booth on that side and that side. I'm sorry, a phone booth on this side. So that side of the street and then that part of the street as well. Then there was another scene where they were in a hotel room um, at the end. There was one restaurant scene maybe and that was even down the road from the phone booth. And then that was it, I believe. Yeah, so. like that was the whole... It was great. It was crazy how good it was mm. for you still looking at the same setting and same scenario for over an hour. Yeah, but I guess with that film, it's the script. The script <clears> has to carry because you know, like you spread that stuff out. Like yeah. sometimes in some films, I'll be like, this script is garbage, but the shots are just beautiful. Exactly, and that can keep you interested. And that shit might come later. And yeah, or make the film better. So with that one, obviously we we're even going through this right now with the whole writers guild and their strikes and stuff yeah Woo. so and the way people are moving as well in terms of studios are starting <coughs> to look to like ai and paying writers mm. less and having a shorter um writing room so we might not even ever get something like that again exactly and the budget itself mm. is budgets are getting cut obviously because of external factors as well mm. but then it's like how do you want us to make this movie that you want it to be box office but you're cutting the budgets but then it's like yeah, but I think because so I was watching a Matt Damon interview mm. and he was speaking about how... I really like that guy, by the way. Yeah, he's, he's got some cold films on his mm. book. But um, he was speaking about how the reason today is either blockbuster or independent, pretty much, mm. is because back in the day, you could release like a film like Good Will Hunting and yeah. it might not do crazy in the box office. You release it on DVD. It and it does well. Yeah. But nowadays, it's like with streaming... Oh yeah, the payment system is a bit fugazi because it's all on subscriptions and all that. Yeah, sort of and stuff. then the subscription company can just hide how much people are watching it. They don't have to pay out certain amounts, and that's why these guys are striking as well because yeah. their residual checks. Like you know, um, Albert, 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 Albert Elementary. Eesh. Yo, <laughs> calm down, my nigga. Albert Ale- Elementary, Elementary. Albert Elementary. Yeah, Albert Elementary. Albert. Eesh. Albert. Abbott. Say it with me, Abbott. Abbott, do do that. <laughs> Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary. Okay, cool. One of the main characters. <laughs> and this is a hit TV show, by the way. Yeah. One of the main characters is getting paid like 0.00 cent. Is his residual. And this is a TV show that's won an Emmy and all that stuff. Imagine that. Imagine yeah. dedicating how many months to a project. You obviously got paid, but a lot of your payment is coming from the back end and you're an older gentleman. And they give you no point, no no Exposure. <laughs> no, but this guy's no, old. So no, like, I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I said, fuck it. I got kids. Grant gives the feed, like. Oh, so my it's a goodness. bit, it's a bit troubling. No, I hear it, man. No, no, I fully, fully hear it. The way these studios are moving. Mm. I was actually talking to one of my friends. Um, he's like close family as well. He's a, he's a, he's an actor as well. And he's mm. telling me like, bro, like obviously it's he's he's doing all right, mm. but distracting, bro, it's affecting everyone. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, so it's a bit. I don't know. It's an interesting one. Everyone's everyone's striking. I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm. Everyone's striking. Doctors striking. Mm. I even heard some engineers are striking. Yeah. I ain't joining them, but you know, <laughs> different types of engineers. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, everyone's striking, man. Everyone just wants yeah. their coin. Because in this cost of living, like you can't expect me to work just as hard or even harder, and then be paying me cobble. Be paying me shillings. I'm struggling to live like. I'm thinking about my bills while you're exactly. to be working. In this like. time, I just have to say three, three words. Mm. Where is Jar? 
Oh my goodness. Damn, man. But um, what else is a good, what else is good on TV right now though? So I've been watching. Have you heard of the show The Bear? No. What is that like? Crack Bear? No, that's Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. That's a film. That Wait, Crack Bear sounds kind of cold though. Okay, no good. If I said Crack Bear, yeah, but. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, sorry. The Bear. So it's just about a show. Ah, okay, how do I not spoil it? Um, Does it have to do with the market? No. Oh, okay, because I thought it was like bear yeah, and bull. No, that's a, that'll be a good show, to be fair. The bull. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's about just cooking, really. And like going from a corn, not corner shop. How do you describe those restaurants where like the, the hood loves it? Mm. But in terms of cleaning standards and all that stuff. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like... It's Them start... little cuisines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, local cuisines, yeah. yeah, yeah it starts yeah. off as that and then they obviously go through a lot of things, each cast member, and then it's, they're evolving into like a fine dining. That's okay. the end goal of the show anyway. So yeah, I've been watching that and it's kind of, it's one of the best shows ever. <laughs> so, it's one wait, what's, what's it on? It's on... You can't be on Netflix. Disney Plus. Okay, there we go. It's Disney. That's why I last watched it. Okay. Yeah, oh, it's, it's just so good. Like, um, John Burford's in it. Before you say John Burford, I was about to watch that instantly. <laughs> no, nah, John Burford. Do you know what it is? The cast isn't like... It's not like any mm-hmm. Hollywood names, in it? They're probably like C-listers or like something, isn't it? Yeah, even John Burford, he's in like flashbacks and one episode in season two. I don't um, even know who that is. He's the guy who plays The Punisher. Oh, he's cold. I yeah, like him. Yeah, yeah, he's in a lot of good stuff. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, it's, it's a very, it's a very good show. Okay, I might, I might need to, might need to add that to the, to the, to the inventory. And I think as well, because like what you said with the, um, the phone booth thing in terms of keeping it in one place. Mm. There was one episode where they shot it in one take. Well, everyone was that good. Everyone was that good, and I you like can it. feel the tension. I like that. It's I like just that. cold, and every and all the actors as well. They actually learned how to cook like. Yeah, they're in a restaurant. Oh, that's probably. good. That's good. That's good. That's good. So, like in that one take episode, like they zoom in on him, like actually chopping onions, and he said, "Yeah, I had to practice it thousand times." To... Chopping onions is harder than it looks, you know. In terms of a professional setting, like bro, do you know? How... <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Do you know how slippy them fucking onions are, fam? <laughs> oh my goodness! I remember my mom tried to teach me um, one time because she's like she's done catering and all them things, yeah. and she's like, "Yeah, just go." I said. You're taking the piss because <laughs> you know damn well I don't have the facilities for that one. Mm. She's like, okay, cool, just go chat, chat, chat. I went chat, chat, almost chopped my finger off. <laughs> Bro, it's actually hard. Like credits yeah. to all them, all them chef man, man, for real. Yeah, it's a very good show. It's a very, very good show. And it's only two seasons deep. Um, okay. I'm on episode six of season two. And I thought season two, because they're going to shift like what they because the first season... It's just everything goes wrong. Like any <laughs> anything you can think about that goes wrong in a restaurant. He's getting food poisoning. Probably like a, a rat or a cockroach when the health inspector's there. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but damn this. Like, like, <laughs> but yeah, it nah, just gets enough. wild. And then season two, they have to like clean. They want obviously they want to get like a star. Mm. So they have to like start cleaning the restaurant and breaking stuff down. And when I say they just fight everything that's wrong with the building, it's, it is a lit show. It's a very good show. Fair enough. And it's one of those shows where you feel something like there's one episode where they they um having a family dinner mm. and 
Like the hell of people are just toxic in the family. So you're just you're just watching it. You're just like oh, like ah. Oh. You just know something's about to go wrong. No, that, that's good. That's good. I like I like things that I like shows like that. That's that's the sign of a good, um, of a good production and a good a good mm. script. If it can actually just make you feel something. Yeah. If it can make you feel something, that's already yeah a, a check in my book. So um yeah, I'll definitely be checking that. You said the bear, innit? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be checking that one out still. The bear. I think for me, I'm still. I can't lie. I'm. I'm a. I'm a rewatcher. When, I don't know. I sometimes I feel like should I rewatch, bro? I am an avid rewatcher. Like yeah. if if there's nothing good on TV right now mm. it, that I am aware of, mm. best believe I'm rewatching something. I used to be like that. Like I'm rewatching the Last Kingdom right now. Oh yeah. Um, I yeah. think I told you about that one still. Yeah. Cold, cold series. Actually, the reason I rewatched it is because. Um, so again, that series itself is so so good. Mm. They made like a a spin off after the end. Okay. And it was like to tie it up. So basically, the Last Kingdom is is literally about um, the creation of England, like and how before you know when it was like Saxons and all mm. that sort of stuff. So obviously, it's based in the fifth and sixth century, I believe. Mm. Maybe as late as the no fifth and sixth century. Yeah. Um, and essentially, yeah, it's going through about all the different kingdoms. So like. Obviously, old names of like London, London, mm. like all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, it's basically about how like the Saxons are trying to fight off the Danes and the rest of like the Vikings mm. and trying to form a whole England. And then obviously, back then, it's not just England. Mm. Like you've got the Scots, you've got the Celts, mm. you've still got um, people from Wales, which they called Wales or something like that. Mm. That's, how, that's how it evolved to Wales um, and it's just really really interesting mm. so the spin-off that they made is an hour and a half long it's a film mm. and it is cold like you, you can mm. obviously if you watch the series it brings a lot more meaning to the film but you can still watch the film as a standalone mm. and be like this is good cool. but in the film is where they um, where it's like it's still on the cusp being England mm. in the series it seems like it's on the cusp and then oh, something happens and then it's just it's just mad. It's very, very good. But best believe when that's done, if nothing new comes out, I might rewatch something else as well. Mm. I might rewatch Breaking Bad for like the seventh time. Well, I've only seen it once too, yeah. Bro. <laughs> so good yeah. I had to do it twice. <laughs> oh, so nice I had to do it twice. Something like that. I can't remember what yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, all that Nordic stuff I already started getting into recently. Bro? No, it's good. It's good to be there. Actually, you know what you should do, yeah? Watch Vikings on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you've been telling me to watch that. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, so it, the thing is, for all of this to make sense, yeah, yeah, watch Vikings on Amazon Prime, then watch Valha Vikings Valhalla okay. on Netflix, then watch The Last Kingdom, then watch The Last Kingdom film. Watch If you watch those four in that order, mm. everything will just... It's like a multiverse. It's 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 no no like. <laughs> 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 that's not a, a multiverse of Vikings. It's silly. No, but it will make it will make so much sense. Mm. Do you get it? Like I'm not gonna lie to you. The worst one out of all of them is probably Vikings Valhalla, the second one. Okay. But I think there's only like one season, so it's not that bad. No. But it's not it's not bad as in it's trash. It's just that all the others are very very good, good and yeah. this one's like good. Okay. So if you watch, yeah, that is. <laughs> That's good TV, man. 
That is very good TV. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. I'll definitely check it out. But moving on to a bit um, something else. I thought you know the season start when this is gonna come out. Uh, the YouTube, yeah, when this comes out, season would have started. No, the season started the next day. If it comes out on Friday, no, season starts on Friday. No, it's Saturday, no. No, it's Friday. Burnley seat on Friday. Friday night football. Okay. So yeah, when this comes out, mm-hmm. season would have started. You know. Yep. Gavardio's joined our league. <sighs> the Barcelona's joined our league. A lot of people have joined our league. Timbers joined our league. Timber. <laughs> so, yeah. I, 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 I had to do that, man. But um, I was gonna say the full lyric because now it's sus. But I was just gonna be yeah. Cool. I thought we could do a little football hot takes where we just go over the past. Some hot takes we have of like past seasons. Some hot takes we have about the present season, and mm. then some hot takes we have about like future, future seasons. And in terms of like predicting. Mm. Hmm. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll start with. The past. Okay. I think Frank Lampard's becoming underrated, which is weird in this generation. As a player or a manager? Player, come on. Yeah. Even though as a manager, because I watched his um, Diary of a CEO interview. <laughs> was he crying on that? Nah. Someone was saying if you don't, if the, if the guest doesn't cry. <laughs> the, <laughs> someone said if the guest doesn't cry on Diary of a CEO, is even Diary of a CEO? No, but the way he did Jordan Peterson, it was so wrong. It's that Stephen Bartlett's thing, isn't it? Yeah. Is he now? I'm I'm a fifty fifty with that guy. You know. I don't no, know I why. Think, I think he's calm. I don't know. No, I've I'm s- indifferent. I've <laughs> seen some stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't look for that stuff. I don't look for it. It disappears. Yeah, I just watch his interviews, but um, yeah, I just feel like well to go just to address that little yeah, manager yeah. thing you said. I think his second stint made people like, conf- like it was a bit of confirmation bias. Yeah, because if you think about it, when because in the interview he explained like, bro, you're giving me thirty players, half of them are always injured, half of them were never gonna like ZH all these guys. They don't play like that regularly. Mm-hmm. The ones who do play, all the uh, morale is gone. Yeah, they don't really want to train like that, and you expect me to do. Yeah, but then that also that then ties into being a good people manager as well as a good coach. No, but if you think about his first thing. Yeah. In terms of the confidence and the development he gave players like, well, obviously, Mason Mount, he had him at Derby. Probably players like Chalabar and all that sort of stuff, innit? Yeah. Tammy Abraham went for, what, 40 million? A lot of that, you would say, he was never going to start under. Like, if if we had, like, I think again... Maybe he could have, because Tammy Abraham is class. Yeah, but I'm saying... No, we're looking at it retroactively and saying... No, no. But I'm saying he wasn't going to... He was going to have, like, five games... And then we'll buy like an all-star striker like Lukaku. We'll buy Vlahovic like in those like that two, three years ago. Okay. Lukaku as well. <laughs> and then what will happen? Like we'll go through the same cycle and hoping one of them works out. But yeah. In terms of what he did for that actual young talent, obviously they were good footballers anyway, but in terms of coaching, mm. I feel like he gets a bit maligned. I think it was that like a cold comparison of Arteta, Solskjaer. I've, yeah, but... But he's not actually a bad... Especially when I was watching, I was like, he's not a bad manager. He's not like the elite. Like He's not on Tuchel and Conte and Jose's level, but he's a good manager. Like, he's, I think he's a decent manager. And I feel, I feel like he did very well with Chelsea the first time mm. to get top four with, with the young team. Mm. And obviously to push on throughout the Champions League. Because, mm. um, yeah... But I don't feel like, I feel like he needs a job like, I was going to say a job like Everton, but he was there, wasn't he? 
Anthony Gordon developed him a bit, sort of a big box. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. I don't really. I don't see it with Anthony Gordon. He swindled everyone. No, no, no. <laughs> but, bro, but I don't. Fifty-five I, mil. No, but Anthony Gordon. He. I'm not saying I saw anything, but I was like. Fifty-five fa- mil. The fact that you're able to get Anthony Gordon sold for fifty-five mil—that should be an achievement. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because he was looking a bit. No, like the thing he is, had promised, and he, then he, he had glimpses of mm. like. So sometimes when I saw him play for Everton, I was like, "Oh yeah, like he, he can be a bit techie. Like mm. he, he's got a bit of that, got a bit of this." Mm. But fifty-five mil, yeah. but it doesn't even start for Newcastle. Especially when Harvey Barnes is like they bought Harvey Barnes, and he's like, "What?" He was like, "What thirty five, forty? For thirty-five, yeah, yeah." So it's a bit nuts. But what I wanted to say of him as a player mm. is, I feel like even in this day and age where people look at stats. Frank Lampard's stats-wise was crazy. But stats I thought, was ridiculous. But I feel like people do this thing where they're comparing him to Gerrard and let's say, for example, you watch Gerrard in the Champions League final do heroic things. Mm-hmm. And they just like, whenever they're comparing the two, they just stop there. Like, they don't they don't remember when Frank Lampard was going crazy in tournaments and carrying us scoring goals and assisting and playing different positions where he's a deep line playmaker. He's up front basically as a second striker. And then he's playing like that eight row where he's boxed over. It's like, it's like people don't speak about him actually playing midfield. It's like people speak about him like he's Jota. Like, you know how Jota sometimes where <laughs> no but do you know what I mean? Where Jota might have like um a bummy game, but then score, and then everyone will be like, okay, he's good. So that's okay. So is that what you say people are saying about Lampard? Yeah, like now? he has no tech whatsoever. And if he didn't score, he was a bum. That I'm, I'm starting to have a problem with that. I don't know where those conversations are being had, but I can understand your frustration. No, because even when we were doing the top five, and I, I, I'm to blame as well, to be fair. When we were doing top five midfielders all the time, no one I said put, Lampard. No, I think I did. I, put, I think I put him fifth. Mm, no. Yeah, I did. Because I said, I think I said, yeah, yeah. Nah, I remember reading the TikTok comments. We can get it up now. No, because I didn't put mine on there. We put Anaya's on there. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, we didn't. We didn't put my one on up there. We, to be honest, I might, I might uh, dig it out and put it on there. But I think I said Yaya, Stevie G, KDB. I think Sesk and Lampard because I was I was tied between Skulls and Lampard. You sure didn't put Vieira. Sorry, not Sesk, Vieira. Vieira was in there. And then I, my fifth one was Skulls and Lampard, I think I was debating. And I said Lampard. Um, okay. Do you look? Do you want these eyes? Wait, is that on TikTok? Yeah. I just sound like that. Yeah, it was just a nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You said <set> her up, did <laughs> Huh? You said her up, did I didn't set her up. No, I just thought... Well, to was, be fair, everyone gets on no, Twitter, no, TikTok, to be fair. Exactly. But I put her list up there because it was the most unique. Because she put nigga like David Silver in there. It's not outrageous. No, no, it's, like, it's not outrageous. It's I just, think he's it's, a better midfielder, midfielder, than Yaya Torre, in my personal opinion. I think he, pro- he had a better... In Premier terms League, of longevity. Yeah, he had a better Premier League longevity. And maybe that might be built in racism and- because <laughs> did a lot too. But I do think, because like, uh, obviously he was he was balling when they the spine was still being built mm-hmm. and they just had an injured company sometime. Uh, up until oh. like 2018, 19, he was still balling. Yeah, like he really so, no, developed uh, a role. 19, 20, season before COVID. Yeah, when he went bold. Yeah, yeah. when crazy. he went bold, I ain't gonna lie, he went crazy with it. You know? <laughs> he went crazy. What man did reverse Samson? That's crazy. <laughs> that he he went cold. But to go back to Lampard, um, yeah, I just feel like people treat him as if 
He didn't actually play midfield. Like he was just like he was a like, was, like the goal scoring was his job. Yeah, like he was a nine who struggled to play up front, so they played him in midfield. Like Rooney at the end of his career. Or like he's like Joe Linton or something. Like it's it's weird. I don't I don't understand like Fair enough. the football discourse around him. It's like people don't it's fine if you let's say for example, obviously Rooney, you watch a lot of people because they're United fans or because United are a big club, they watch more of him. Mm-hmm. Or or Gerard because a lot of the time you're only watching Liverpool for Gerard back in those days anyway. Fair enough, yeah, maybe. I hear maybe, it, maybe. but I just feel like he's a bit underrated at this point. Yeah, I I can I can see it. Because if you think about it, a lot of the like, critiques we have for like midfielders these days is like you do a lot of things well in the midfield, but key score, goals yeah, to your game. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's the epitome of yeah, I'm a good midfielder, but I got goals too. Yeah, because without his goals, you could maybe put him actually even though because he assisted he was still crazy but like yeah no, I, I get what you mean because even, not, even about like his a, goals he's still a class class like still legendary in you get yeah, I hear like, it. He, I'm not saying he would be like Michael Carrick not to disrespect Michael Carrick but if if like he was 50% of what he was he, yeah he would be on that Michael Carrick tier but I feel like people kind of try to but even that Michael Carrick tier I feel like still only, a great only people that really know ball yeah know that Michael Carrick was a baller yeah but obviously, stat. Thing is, this is one of my hot takes. Mm. Um, but are you done with your point? Yeah, Maybe. I just think Crichton Lampard's a bit underrated at this point. First, my hot take is that in the future, oh, it's not even a hot take really. But future season, ballers like you were not football is not uh, football is not going to be an entertainment anymore. It's not going to be entertainment sport. You can't class it as entertainment anymore because of the use of all these stupid stats mm. that. And do you, know, do you know who I blame? Yeah. Americans. The reason I blame Americans is because in NBA, mm. do you know how many stupid, pointless stats there are? Yeah. Like even the plus minus stat, which is... No, that's that's fair. Nigga, please. That's fair. The plus minus, all the... Plus uh, minus is a good stat. Yes, maybe, maybe plus minus because that's the... Because that's it shows how your team performs without you being there. I, I hear and it. And it also shows like who's really having a stat. Like, like who's, who's really <laughs> grafting, isn't it? Yeah, I know. No, because like, it also shows like defensively like, okay, this person is like really costing us defensively. Mm. Or something. But all I'm saying is it starts with the NBA and all those American sports because mm. all they have like 35,000 different mm. stats. Stats, 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 stats. And mm. that's creeping into football. I remember the first time I heard XG. I said, who's that? Mm. Who is XG? And then now it's um, X, X, uh, XGA. So yeah. like the expected goals and assists. Yeah. And even the goals and assists stuff, I don't really like it. I don't really, I, I'll use it in an argument to boost my point. But at the core of my soul, I don't like that stat. And then when they're talking about shot creating actions, mm. um, there was one that they introduced on Sky Sports like towards the end of the season. I can't remember what it was, but it was no pressures, pressures per touch or something like that, mm. or touches. Per pre- I was like, how do you even, <laughs> bro? Like, there's a lot of stats, and it's just gonna ruin football. I, I think as well, it depends who's speaking about the stats as well. No, because because no, like how you use it. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that as well. Like, you can't just like, cause obviously you can maybe say like a DM. You're meant to use like these like tackles and interceptions yeah. in a certain way, but yeah, I feel like it's not a universal. You have to also put into account system like 100. Certain players, like I'm sure Firmino was pressing just as much as like certain DMs at a certain point in time. All I'm gonna say is guys. yeah, if Alex Prime Alex Sanchez was playing where they had all these pressures for something, mm. they'll pull him up for Ballon d'Or because that guy was a dog. Mm. 
it was a hound. No, I guess so. no, no, no. In terms of pressing, the guy was a hound. If they had those stats back then, they'll put this guy in the top something or something. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I just don't, I just don't really like stats in football anymore because it's like players. Yeah. Well, I don't like to focus on stats. Put it that way, because it's like players nowadays. I feel like, like let's be real here. Footballers watch Sky Sports. Mm. They watch like obviously maybe not as tuned in as a lot of other footballers Mm. and whatever. Especially when pundits are talking about them, but they watch it. You know, it's like oh, you know, I had a good game. Okay, let me see what let me see what G Nev and them man are saying. And then when they're saying all this stuff about XG and da 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 I feel like it just shifts the focus away from actually being a good footballer. and Because you can be a good footballer and not necessarily contribute that much in terms of goals and assists. Yeah. Like, look at... And this is the example I always use. Ronaldinho. Mm. I feel like one of the greatest footballers ever. Mm. Yeah. His stats weren't amazing. Like, if you look back on his stats, they weren't like, oh my God, this guy's one of the greatest. Uh, uh, his, his peak stats were pretty good. No, no, no. His peak stats were pretty good. But I'm saying overall for his career, if you look at his stats, like, yeah. they're not going to be a standout or whatever. And I partly blame Ronaldo and Messi because those niggas were just extraterrestrial and they blew the stats out of the water. Do you get it? But he did get fat near his end of... Oh, no, no. I, I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying... Well, not like, fat, but he gained a bit of weight. Yeah, he gained a bit of weight. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of players... I feel like now are going to be measured by their stats and not by how they actually play. They're calling it like football is that beautiful game mm. that we love is dying, bro. Like it's not necessarily going to be the beautiful game anymore. It's going to be the efficient game. Because now we're going to say, oh, goals per game and all this sort of stuff, which obviously is still good to assess, you know, like, oh, how good a striker has been over the course of mm. a couple of years or how good a playmaker and this, that and a third. But it's just like, let's just not emphasise it too much because then players that are actual entertainers, like... Yeah, but at the same, I agree with what you're saying because it's that um that money ball approach. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, one. I've seen it from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's what like Brighton pretty much are doing. Like The way they found Matoma, <laughs> like you're not... Obviously, Matoma's a good footballer, but you wouldn't think he's like a... If I told you about him two years ago, you might not be like, yeah, he's deserved to be in the mm. Prem playing for Brighton. They might be able to get top eight and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't look at him like that, but that whole money ball system of like, okay, what do they do in terms of their underlying stats? That's mm. pretty much what yeah, we no. adopted today in terms of I, scouting. And I stuff. hear that. No, and obviously that is a very big part and of I feel scouting. like that's the only way you're going to get an undervalued player. Because I feel like with what you're saying in terms of eye test, mm-hmm. that's why I feel like a lot of players go for crazy amounts. Because like when you look at Hoyland's like comps, I feel like that's why he went for a lot of money. And I, I do think he would do well. But when you look at like his just attributes and what he could do potentially, mm-hmm. that's why I feel like a lot of... Well, that's why I feel like he went for so much money because... Even that, I don't even... That's I, they, the only they, way. They overpaid for that, brother. I'm not going to lie to you. They overpaid quite a bit for that guy because I feel like at best, at absolute max, 60 mil. And that's because I'm paying for potential. Mm. But nah, man, he's not. I mean, they only pay 70. Huh? 70. 75. 50 normal. <laughs> now they could use elsewhere. That club that's already. They're only saying something about funds before United. I don't believe them, to be fair. They found the money. They found They bought Mount, Onana, um, and now Hoyland. Hoyland and then in for Amrabat as well. Apparently, yeah. yeah, yeah. But fun. I don't know. All I'm saying is I feel like they could have gotten someone better. Hey, but who's better right I feel like they could have gotten, um, what's his name, for Montpellier, um, Eli Wahi. Okay. French striker got 19 goals last season or 18 goals last season. 
And in terms of profile, mm. obviously he's not as tall and physically dominant mm. as Hoyland, but he's fast. Mm. He's got technique. Mm. He can even he can. Oh, he's not just a striker like Hoyland that can just play nine. Mm. He can move off. I've seen him play on the left before. I don't know. No, 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 no. But but he's he's predominantly like he's predominantly a nine. Yeah. But he's played like I think one game. It might have even been just a, like a second half that he just got shifted to the mm. left for something. But um, yeah, he's a very good striker. Mm. Nineteen or eighteen goals compared to Hoyland, he got six, uh, nine. Yeah, but that's not really fair though. Eli, what he's, I think they said 30 mil or 25 mil. No, but what, what I mean by it's not fair because obviously you're playing behind like Zapata and um, Maria, who you like. Atlanta, in terms of Atlanta, I don't even know if they're club legends. I'm not going to drag it like that. But recent years, they. I'd they, say Cole Heroes. Yeah, they've been they've been doing crazy. But even, no, but even Zapata, his numbers have dropped off a lot. No, but I'm saying still, they, it's when they got injured that he, he had those. I hear that. He had but, those but then again, if I'm, if I'm looking at the two. One is a starter mm. and he's bagging mm. and he's been on an upwards trajectory yeah. for a while now. And compared to a striker who's, this is like his first season in Serie A, I think. First or second, second because he came yeah, from the Austrian sure. league yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, he's come in for a couple of games and been injured or whatever and he scored a couple of goals. But it's like, this guy's a bit more proven. Granted, the league is a little bit weaker. Mm. But at least he's a season. He's he's seasoned now. Like not now, but he's like he's he's had experience at the top level. So why don't you go for him? But obviously, I I'm looking forward to see how we will play. Yeah. yeah, obviously United's a rival of mine. But like I'm I, I want to at the end of the day I do want to see different types of players do well, mm. especially young players when they come in for big lot of, for a lot of money. Mm. I want to see them do well. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. But. I don't know. I feel like it could take him a while to get into it. He might have like a nice little purple patch mm. around September, October. Hopefully. And people will be like, oh my God, is he a bug? Is he, is Highland Harland? And all that sort of stuff. But then, you know, he'll probably end the season with 10 goals in the Prem. I think. But, you know, he knows. Do you get yeah. it? He knows. He um, might get Nunes treatment. He might get Werner treatment. We will see. Exactly. Will um, see. What's another hot take, I think? Yeah, let's do a future one. Cause I feel like that one. A future pretty, one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like who's the best English white ringer? I'm not sure. He's the. I was gonna say Saka could one day be that. I don't. I I don't actually. If he keeps that. going like he is, he could be no, in that yeah, conversation. You have, have to step up there, but. Oh yeah, yeah. but I feel. Well, ooh. I still feel Beckham's like click, click, click. I feel like it'd be Beckham and then like Sterling. Sterling, Sterling. If he does a job at Chelsea, then yeah. But but I'm trying to think of other English right wingers that have been like Beckham. No, other than Beckham, I'm saying was best. He's not. He was Northern Irish. Oh yeah, he's Northern. And I'm 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 not talking about George Best and them and that are. Oh, he's looking like Premier Irish. Yeah, I'm talking like at the very at the latest or sorry at the earliest beginning of Prem. Sure but even even then, I don't even really know. Our country do, it doesn't really produce wingers like that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. the wingers that we that we're used to producing are um, and let me land the wingers that we're used to producing are people like Beckham, people like Scholes will play there. Okay, you can say that. I'm not or saying like, he's a winger, but like in terms of the England, or Brighton, like those type of wingers yeah, yeah. that are they're not like, all timers like that. No, not even that. No, 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 I'm not gonna say that. I'm saying that ilk of player where and I'm not comparing Albrighton to Beckham before people start getting on to me I'm, all I'm saying is that in terms of their technical ability mm. it's not about beating your man and becoming this mad pacey winger it's more so about 
how you can switch play, mm. crossing and just striking a dead ball, all that sort of stuff. That's what I feel that like England are known for when it comes to wingers. Barnes is up there, I guess. I'm just thinking about old wingers, to be honest. Oh, John Barnes? Yeah. Yeah. No, he won't have you. That's what I'm like. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. um, but, um, but you got what I mean about the wingers, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. I, was, I was just thinking about, he's a good winger. That was English. I don't, the thing is, I don't know. Because I, I would say, like, I'd say Walcott, but I don't know. Because he was prolific from the wing. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, you see... You see Walker when he gets in the eighteen yard box, he's a deadly, deadly finisher. Yeah, I guess Sterling is up there. Jesus. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm not... saying if we're bringing up guys like Walker, then Sterling has to be. Yeah, of course. Time. I'm actually trying to think. Like, obviously, there's been a lot of good wingers. Like, you know, my man who shouldn't be named behind bars, um, but he was good, but not to that level. He shouldn't be named. Adam Johnson. He wasn't that good. No, he no before. He was, the, no, 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 no. That's what I said. He was good, but not to do, that like the levels yeah. of like Prime Walker and all those guys that we yeah, were I guess, talking I guess, about. Yeah, I guess this country is better like producing like strikers and centre mids and maybe defenders as well. Yeah, because defenders, we've got some pretty good. Ones. Yeah, like it's like I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it's it's kind of mad, but mm. also not mad that Kyle Walker's in my eyes the greatest English right back. Yeah, he's up there. Because aside of him, Gary Neville, who I don't even think was even mad. No, but you don't have to be mad. But you have to. If no, 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 I'm, I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying to be the greatest of your nation, like the, that your nation's produced. Yeah, yeah. I'm like it's mad. Yeah, in comparison to like other nations. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying like he. I feel like he was a he was a player who you could always rely on to give a seven point five. Yeah, that's important these days. Man. Yeah. So that's that's what I mean. Where he was, he had a fantastic career. Probably one of the best careers from someone in England. But it was like, as as a player by himself, he might not be like extraordinary. Yeah, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. But even someone like Trent, who technically ability-wise, you might say he's better. I wouldn't say he's better than Genev all time. No, no I wouldn't say that. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's the only figure with G. Like you got to put him. No, you no, you got to give Genev his flowers. You definitely because he wasn't him. like a liability bitch. Nah, when you talk about his abilities, you think, oh, maybe. That's the person who would be pressing all that stuff. Nah. He was solid. But do you know what else is mad? Mm. Aside of someone like Ashley Cole, you can't name me a, fan, a great English left back. And do you not dare say Lucas, double hamburger and cheese, sure. He's not bad, man. People overhate him. I would have put him all the time. But no, 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 no. You see, some of the, you see the way some of these United fans talk about Lucas Shaw? Aye. Nah, but I, I nah man. Good. I don't what? think he was like top three last year in terms of left backs. Maybe top five. What in the Prem? Yeah. So you just say I'll put a Stuta Pinyan in there. I'll put Sinchenko in there. I'll put him in there. Look. I'm trying to think who else was good at left back though. Look, all I'm gonna say is Luke Shaw is a good left back. Don't get me wrong. Especially he's, for today, he's very and good. and especially because he's had a he's broken his leg, I think twice. Yeah, that was nuts. So to still be this good after you know having mm. breaking your leg and having all those long term injuries, I've definitely got to give it to him. But this guy, the way United fans talk about him, in fact, not even United fans because I'm not even talking about the ones in Manchester. I'm talking about the London folk. I'm talking about you Peckham Reds. That's who I'm talking about. The way they gas up Luke Shaw, mm. you think like, oh my, ah, oh, the guy's the guy's good, but he's not he's not world class. He's not this world-class left-back that people think he is. He's not. There's not that many good left-backs. That's very true, but he's not. Other than Robertson, Alphonso Davies. 
Sinchenko, I guess. Who's my top tier left backs? Trying to think. Cancelo. The guy's been a left back for the last three years, so I'm counting him as a left back. Okay. Cancelo. But even him. I'm sorry. I feel like the game is starting to move away from that type of player. Cancelo? Yeah. What? No one's really going in for him, you know? Yeah, but that's because of him. <laughs> that's a him thing. No, I'm not talking about ability. I'm talking about like, he's very much just, I don't know, I just, maybe because Pep doesn't rate him, he didn't really do well at Bayern. Like, it's not that Pep. I'm really struggling is, to I don't think it was a Pep didn't rate him thing. It's like, he wanted to be seen as the brainer. So this is, so from what I read mm. about why he even left City to go on loan mm. is because the guy felt like I'm undroppable. Mm. And Pep is like, but to be fair, yeah, no, you have to like. If you're outplaying like Trent, no, but I'd feel like that. But too, at the same though. time, at the same time, if you dropped him and Rico Lewis is doing well, mm. and bear in mind these are players who we've seen now, but the first thing you've seen for like at least a year before, mm. who have been working hard, banging on the door, saying, "Yo, look, me want to play." Do you know what I mean? So I I I understand like from a manager's point of view, yeah. Sometimes you have to drop people out and mm. let them play. Same thing you can even say with like. Um, What's it? Um, obviously, Kieran Tierney's situation is a bit different because Zinchenko got bought and then he got dropped. But it's the same thing where he's still a good player, but it depends on how you handle the situation. Do you get? And some players have much bigger egos and that yeah. diva type thing. I'm not, I'm not calling him a diva, but you know what I mean? Where it's like, no, I want to be playing every game and da 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 da. But then the guy who's replacing you is still playing solid. Mind you, he's a yeet, but he's playing well. Mm. And they're still complaining, bro. Do like you got to be hungry as well, especially in that city team. Yeah, like, the time. exactly. Look at how Mares was um, for like the last two seasons, mm. bar the Champions League run last year mm. or oh, well, two years ago now. Like the guy wasn't playing a lot. Mm. There were times where Foden came in, and Sterling wasn't playing a lot, mm. or Sane wasn't playing a lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone has their time. So in that Pep system, you have to get used to that. It's not guaranteed 50, 60 games for you guys. It's about 25, 30 for everyone. Mm. And then you have the undroppables that we need in the system and do you get So it's not... But even still... Like, yeah, he's up there, but... Yeah, left-back-wise, it's a bit... I don't know, man. I just... Like, Luke Shaw's good, don't get me wrong. But I don't think he's world-class. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I think they're like one, maybe two world-class players. In United? No, left-backs. Oh, left-back, yeah. Alfonso Davies and then... I'll say Alfonso Davies is a scary customer only because like I feel like he can get done mm. but his pace will forever yeah, back he's him like up. Kyle Walker like you know how Kyle Walker no but you know how, I'm talking about younger Kyle Walker you know how Kyle Walker used okay, to get young, done young Kyle Walker first. and then he would just be running back and he's just like Ugh. but Kyle Walker now I think is one of the best defenders yeah, he's, in the he's world seasoned... like no one gets past him bro yeah no one gets past but him I guess as well Pep is using him more like a specialist because there have been times where he's had like shaky games, but like Pep's now using him as a, oh, we have Vinicius this week. Yeah, can't walk, can't walk. yeah but he does the job. I, he's like, he's actually scary. Like, yeah. if I were, like, as a winger, if I was coming up against Kyle Walker, mm. I'm changing my game. Yeah. Like, me as a, as a winger, um, I don't know if you see me play, but I'm, I'm not always direct, mm. but I will, I will take my man on. Yeah. Kyle Walker might take him on once. <laughs> I might, I'm going to turn into an inverted winger, bro. I'm going to start drifting to the 10. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to be like, Virgil, come, come, help me, bro. <laughs> help me. Yeah. When you hear like a lot of people speak about him, they're like, yeah. 
He's bro, he's serious. And you know he's serious when I think it's after the, the Madrid game mm. when Vinicius came up to him and they, they were chopping it up. Mm. And I was like, Yeah, like, yeah, that's 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 respect. That's like you know what I mean? Like Even Hazard was like, Yeah, the toughest guy ever plays Cal Walker. Of course. He's stronger than me, faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's like Jaden said. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's mad, man. Nah, but it's it's mad though. And do you, you even see when um Greece was like to Thierry Henry, do you think you could take him in your prime? Yeah. You see that, yeah? Thierry would have him. Because yeah. Thierry made like legendary players mm. look like <laughs> look like nothing, bro. Yeah. The guy will twist man up. He will twist man up, bro. Like it's crazy. I, think, I think it'll yeah, I think it'll be like an Mbappe thing where you know the ones where the players better than you but you don't he's not embarrassing you yeah, yeah like he's, he's not embarrassing, embarrassing yeah he's not embarrassing you but he's having you yeah yeah he's still he's, having his way but yeah, yeah, yeah he's not like dominating like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, i think he'll do all right nah, I, I, he might he might get him on one time but nah thierry thierry's different different cut man different cut but um, um what are you saying any more takes or was that it I'm trying to think Nah, I ain't, I ain't got anything that's a hot take. Nah, <laughs> bro, me neither, man. Me but yeah, neither. let's update the playlist. Say no more. Um, what scene am I going to slap on, you know? I even know what scene I'm going to play. I've been listening to R&B all day, man. First, first. Even when I was in the gym, I listened to R&B. Sometimes I you. No, as in, uh, that's my like go-to in the gym. Oh, R&B. That does not get my adrenaline up. No, it doesn't <laughs> get my adrenaline. It just gets me in a zone. <laughs> you get. But um, I don't even know what's seen nothing. What's seen nothing back? Do you know what? Hold on. Where's this? Time I was playing before. Where's my? I'll put um that new Unknown T and Lancey Fox. Who? Unknown T and Lancey Fox. Lancey Foe? Yeah. Fair enough. I rock it with him, man. Uh, oh, do you know what it is? Uh, it's on my. Um, this is what I don't like. When you listen to Apple Music on your laptop, it's not. It doesn't always sync up with your phone. What is it? Charo, man. Um, I don't know. You know. Oh, this is gonna be a tough decision for a track. I don't think I've ever stuttered like this before. <laughs> um. I literally do not know, man. I'm gonna put, um, I put the weekend by Stormzy and Ray. I think so. Yeah. I'll slap that one on there. Excited for Stormzy's new album. That's probably gonna drop this year. Better. Yeah. Guys, be doing <laughs> doing all this program back on Instagram for nothing if it doesn't drop this year. Yeah, I think it's like four singles now. Hmm. Oh, he's dropped four tunes. That feel like singles ish. Yeah, it drops. Hopefully, we can get into that later. Yeah, no. Nah. I feel like it's improved since last year. Even though last year he did have that tune. What Mel made me do it? No. Oh, girl, you shining. Oh, well, on his, on his album. Yeah. Yeah. What was that uh, not fire, babe. It was hide and seek. Hide and seek. I like the flurry mess. That's that sounds quality. Yeah. No, but even the original. I might even spin that on the way back. To be honest with you, so it's good, good, good song. But um, if you guys are listening on Apple Music, be sure to Apple Music. Rah, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know we had a tune out. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five star rating. 
same if you're on Spotify podcast, if you're on any other podcast platform, please give us a nice rating on there. Um, if you guys are on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe, even though this isn't going to make the YouTube. Guys that are listening on the audio, head over to our channel, like and subscribe. Um, just before we go, actually, I'm just going to promote something real quick. Um, I started a new football page, so that's going to be all things football. Name is called The Final Whistle or TFW for short. It's on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all of that. So, um, yeah, you guys go check that out. But it's been Mids check MB. Out. J to the Izzo. And we are out of here. <laughs> <laughs>